Hello, hello, and you're listening to the Eminem Show with me, Mac, and me, Mo. Each week, we'll be discussing the biggest sports stories and much, much more. So, Mo, it was a big, big week of midweek football with a lot of games on and some season-defining results, in a way. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> um, what did you make of the proceedings at Old Trafford? Um, is that top four now over for United? Nine draws at home this season? I uh, believe so. Why Why are they struggling to break down teams uh, at home, do you think? What's the problem there? Mourinho. And could you elaborate on that? Yes, you, because of his negativity and the way he plays the game when he's but, at home compared to when he's away. Yeah, but... But they've also created a lot more chances at home. They've um, they're playing a lot more attacking football compared to the way the way they were under Van Hall. Um As a team, they're um, they're infl- they're probably better than they were last year. Um, I would I wouldn't say they're ultra defensive. I I just think they're struggling to find a clinical goal sc- uh, goal scorer or two. And the only one they have is a bit indifferent, and that's Latan Ibrahimovic. And he's thirty five years old. You're relying on a thirty five year old. Uh, to do the business for you I think you have some serious problems up front and Marcus Rashford hasn't been the same player this season uh, as a whole um, but talking of uh, young players as a, as a whole and not being the same player uh, Luke Shaw he's he's a player that's come under the microscope lately and he's he came for a lot of criticism from Mourinho uh, post game um, and Mourinho basically saying that he had to basically control Luke Shaw and, and almost play for him what did he make of the comments and what do you make of the situation uh, with Luke Shaw at Man United this season? Very inappropriate for a manager to do that to one of his young promising players who's had a very difficult time coming back from two major injuries and as well because in the modern day if a player is chastised and vilified by his coach we know the result if he was never going to use him to play for his club when he came into the club he should have just told him to leave or sell him on and but now come to it he's making everybody he's making him a target basically a scapegoat for all the wrong reasons and for the poor performances due to him not tactically being savvy enough to do something in this league Mourinho's been there seen it and done it in this league though but uh, now maybe yeah now he's, he, he maybe isn't the same manager that that he was couple, when he when his first spell at Chelsea as as his second spell at Chelsea showed even though he won the league it just wasn't as convincing he wasn't convincing at Madrid um, he he really hasn't been the same man he hasn't been a convincing top level manager since he left Inter Milan in my opinion personally um, the yeah, whole but going back to Mourinho yeah. Mourinho is the type of manager without financial uh, backing a huge massive financial backing. He cannot be a proper manager because but he, he does he, not he, have... He managed well in, in, at Porto. Yes, because he was hungry to get to this point. And he found a good crop of players that could fulfill his mentality and his way of playing. And that league is clearly inferior. Okay. Um, with the whole um, issue, um, with sure, I think, I think the whole situation is... Some certain times, certain players need a bit of tough love, and certain players they need an arm around their shoulder. Luke Shaw seems to be, for me, the latter, and Mourinho's I think has gone uh, the wrong way about it. He's just gone a bit too far left field, and he's just been too critical of Shaw, in my opinion. 
rather than giving him a bit of confidence and, and maybe mixing it with a bit of tough love, uh, tough love, he instead has just gone the full uh, tough love approach and it hasn't worked. Um, Kuman on the other hand, managed Barkley pr- pretty well. Um, yes, uh, and the difference is Kuman actually played the game and was a very good professional. One of the best players, uh, one of the best defenders of his time. Yes, and a great leader of men, okay? Yeah. And the problem is, if you do not know how to lead, how can you set an example for a young player who's looking to make his way? And Mourinho, I believe, was very wrong in this in this occasion because he really, really made a horrible mistake by treating this player in that way. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think Mourinho hasn't played that right. Uh, so it's um, it's almost Easter, and what do you say the title race is over? Chelsea have a seven-point lead over Spurs, eight games to go. Um, is is it done and dusted, or is there still life in the title race? It depends on Tottenham. Do Tottenham want to be one of the top clubs in the world, or do they just want to be the feeders of those clubs? But Tottenham, the Tottenham lately have have, have done. They've they've coped well without Harry Kane. Now Harry Kane's back training. Um, on t- on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, sorry, Wednesday night, uh, they were at Swansea and and they were trailing practically till the eighty ninth minute and and they went and scored three late goals, and and pulled it out of the fire. Tottenham, that 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 isn't a Tottenham thing. No offense. Um, they usually go to Swansea in, uh, in a game like that. They they'd go to Swansea and they'd crumble and and they'd lose one nil or two uh, or two one or something. But I I think I think there's something different about them. I think the even though last last year was gutting for them, uh, end up finishing third, um, after being so close to uh, challenge after challenging for the title, um, I think I think that experience will stand will stand them in good stead going into the running now. I don't think it's clear cut and dry. Chelsea haven't been that convincing. Even in their win against City, they weren't that entirely convincing for me. No, they were not because Ch- Chelsea can be taken over, and you know basically the title race would be on if Tottenham. I think it's all down to Pochettino. If Pochettino is given the right backing by Levy and not I th- I think this season, about with... No, this season, I, th- I think this season he's got to have... Obviously, transferring those clubs, he's got to have to manage what, with what he's got. And next season, others will come strong. So I think, I, I think this might be their chance. I said that last year, but I think this probably might be their chance. I think it needs one result um, to, go, to go their way and, and a couple more drop points. Chelsea are at uh, Bournemouth this weekend and Spurs are at home to Watford. Um, so yeah, Chelsea after two home games are now. I think they're gonna be playing two away games. Yeah, uh, Bournemouth and my uh, yeah yeah Bournemouth away the first of them. I think oh. Man United on the horizon as well. Um, um, Liverpool, um, they they're in the race for the top four in the other mm. uh, other part of the table. Um, and, and basically Chelsea are Chelsea and Spurs. You can count as title contenders, and the rest is basically another league of uh, top four hopefuls. Um, it's Liverpool drew at home to Bournemouth after leading late on two one. Um, Josh King with the equaliser in that game. Um, why 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 are Liverpool struggling to beat um, teams they should be beating, especially at home or in general, just struggling to beat teams that they should be putting away. The Bournemouth of this world, they they've taken two points out of six against Bournemouth. No, one point. Sorry, out of six against Bournemouth. Um, they've lost to Hull. Um, they've lost to uh, Leicester. They've lost to um, Swansea, if I'm not mistaken. No, yeah, they've lost to Swansea. Yes, at home. Sorry, yes. Um, so yeah, 
why 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 they why do they continue to struggle against um, teams that in the lower half of the table? Is it a mentality thing, or is it just they don't have the quality to break these teams down that sit back deep? No, not yet, because Klopp is trying to create a mentality of adventurous play, but he does not uh, have the quota of players that he needs to build a strong team like he did at Dortmund. So he if doesn't have the match winners, is that what you're saying? He doesn't have the quality to break down. So like I said, the, the quality to break down uh, opposition that sit deep, he had uh, players like um, Ilkay Gundogan and... and um, um, Nuri Sahin and, 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 and Lewandowski and, and, and the likes of those players that, that could break down a, a, a defence yes. that got unlock a, a defence with a pass or, 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 or make a difference and now his, his cause won't be helped by the fact that um, Sadio Mane is out for the season um, I think that's probably one of the biggest losses of the season uh, to be honest Mane yes. has been terrific this season Yes it is because he's shown yeah, that he could not only be adventurous but also have an end product yeah, yeah, he's 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 been he's been excellent. Um, he, that is, if there, if there's been one criticism of Mane before uh, he arrived at Liverpool, is is his um, erratic end product. Um, but now he now he seems to have, have sorted that out, and he's he's been one of the signings of the season, in my opinion. Um, so it'll, it'll be a tough loss for them. Um, Very tough. Yeah. But I think they just might have enough to see themselves um, a place in the top four. Um, Arsenal are in the worst form. Um, even though a good win uh, against, uh, against West Ham and Man United uh, in worse form as well so I think they should have enough to hold on to their spot in the top four talking of West Ham um, reports saying that Slavin Bilic might be sacked if they lose to Swansea and now West Ham by according to some seem to find themselves in a relegation battle what have you made of the season at West Ham? Uh, it's basically New home syndrome, that's what's plaguing uh, West Ham right now. They move to a new environment and most of their players that, you know, that yeah, they rely on keep getting injured. But isn't it a, a, just a football pitch, the same cut of grass as a, another another pitch? And I, I get that it takes time to adapt to a, a home ground, but now we're halfway in the season and the home form isn't that great. Um, as a whole it's just the whole season up the pay saga to, to deal with and Andy Carroll's either fit or he's, 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 he's out for the, out for a while as a whole it's just something seems wrong there to be honest I think it's time for them to make a change no I don't believe I don't believe there's so you think you think, you think uh, Slavin Bilic is the right man to uh, lead West Ham forward yes you should just give the man time to formulate his strategy to get out of this difficult time and position. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't think now is the time for change. Now would be a bit hasty and, and who you're going to get in eight games left in the season. It's just a pointless time to make a change. Exactly, unless you're going to make that cha- permanent change which would mean even if you get relegated you yeah. will hold on to that man. Yeah. So either stick with Slavin Bilic and, 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 and sack him at the end of the season or or just change it. Uh, yeah change at the end of the season just wait till the end of the season to be honest mm. um, so a player who can't wait for the end of the season is uh, James Rodriguez who I'm surprised he didn't move in the in the January window and now he seems frustrated with Zidane and he was to paraphrase to quote him um, he said I can't believe that can't uh, <laughs> I hate to use the word uh, sorry uh, I can't believe that C word uh, t- took me off um, yeah 
Yeah, but he had an understanding with Zidane at the beginning of the season that it would be a shared position between him and Isco, which means he could, you could come off at halftime if the game wasn't going well or you were not performing, and I would put on Hammer, uh, Isco rather than playing you on and just giving you your ego a boost for no good reason when yeah, you're not he delivering. Had a, he, had a, he had an assist that he was playing pretty well. Um, I think he had a goal. I'm not on, yeah, but either way, he was playing pretty well. I, I think it was a bit harsh taking him off. To be honest, I think he needs to change. I think he needs to move on. Uh, maybe Isco as well. Uh, I just don't think in, uh, Madrid is working for them right now, either of them. No, it would work if one of them leaves. Hmm. So not both of them? No. Madrid would not so do that. It would mean committing... Yeah, but then you can just replace them. So, okay. You um, can't, because there okay, is a yeah, yeah. quality player out there who Real can right now purchase who would make that difference. You should take Who's a look. ready? You should take a look at that Mezzi Ozil, lad. <laughs> He's past it. No, yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. Maybe um, Ali. <laughs> I doubt, it's, unless, unless you're going to pay through the roof, uh, I doubt Spurs are going to sell you Dele Ali. It would um, depend. If Spurs win this league title this year, yeah. they would not sell. But if yeah. they come close buy hair yeah. and fall at the last hurdle it would mean open season for all their professionals <laughs> yeah but I, I, I don't see that happening to be honest Levy is a, um, a hard person to deal with to say the least um, Le- Levy ex- respects money and who doesn't he's a great shrewd and great businessman yeah but look how much he had to pay for Bell though um, yeah but this is we are talking about Real Madrid the best club in professional football club football all right, all right, let's not get ahead of ourselves there. Um, no, that is a mere fact. It's not a, a statement. <laughs> Barcelona have more trophies than you. I've, I've been to their trophy cabinet. I've seen it with my own eyes. Have you been to ours? No, but... When you do, you talk to me. I'll, I'll go, I'll go. I'll see, I'll see, I'll see in my, in my time there. Um, the, so the weekend, uh, the weekend, back with another set of fixtures at the weekend. Um, so I'm gonna we're gonna quickly preview these uh, fixtures. Uh, Spurs at home to Watford. Um, Harry Kane's back in training. Spurs are in good form. Um, to be honest, I and Watford they played well and won against West Brom, but their away form hasn't really been convincing. And Mazzari, to be honest, I think he's gonna he's gonna be another one that leaves at the end of the season. He's gonna be another managerial change there. Um, that would be a great loss because I like his style of management. He's more adventurous. Adventurous? He the guy is, Have you watched Watford this season? Yeah, but the thing is, sometimes you have to play to the circumstances and ensure the points, and that's what. Yeah, he but Watford have at. a decent team. Watford have a decent team to attack. He doesn't. He doesn't attack. He's, they've been boring to watch. They've been negative. Only Middlesbrough arguably a worse side to watch. Oh, I feel sorry for. The man who used to be Middlesbrough manager, uh-huh. Aito Carranca, who yeah. was a former Madrid legend. I hope one day he returns to Madrid as a Castilla coach or as a main headman. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, he's not, you're not going to go sacked from Middlesbrough to managing Real Madrid. Uh, Why things not? like that don't Why? happen. Why not? Uh, People can have dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, have, I have dreams too. Um, let, let's not go into my dreams. Um, yeah. So... Um, Prediction time then. Um, I see Spurs winning this 3-1. What about you? I see a Watford draw. My boy Dini is going to make sure Spurs don't get that title they so hungrily want. So, uh, uh, He's a London boy. He will do it. Alright, so what's the what score prediction are you going with? 2-2. 2-2, okay. A late, late equaliser. 
Troy Deeney out of nowhere. Uh, West Ham struggling uh, this season now find themselves in a relegation battle against Swansea who lost, um, who who really should have done a bit better not to concede three late goals. We probably will be very gutted about that. Uh, yeah. So West Ham, Swansea, um, I see this, I see there being a lot of goals in this and I see West Ham edging it. I'm going to go 3-2 West Ham. What about you? I would say 3-1 to West Ham and Carroll to score a double. Okay. Uh, West Bromwich Albion um, coming back over, being in good form apart from the midweek where they lost uh, away at Watford. Um, they're at home to Southampton who beat Crystal Palace um, in, in, during the week. Um, how do you see this one? How do you see this one going? This one is a bit tricky because both teams are kind of uh, good form and they could do something. <laughs> they're running the mill teams to be honest and yes, the mid-table clash. So, um, it, wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be inconsequential to any of the table changes. Yeah, so how, how, how do you see this one going? The, the score prediction? Uh, West Bromish Albion win Rondon to score. Okay, so score prediction? 2-1. Okay, um, I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. I'm going to go 1-1 one, one on this one. Um, it's Man City against Hull. City coming back of a difficult uh, week in the capital. Uh, away trips to Arsenal and um, Chelsea uh, on Wednesday. Um, company back uh, playing and played pretty well. Same uh, Fabian Delph as well. Had a decent game. Um, now at home against Hull. Um, the previous game was three uh, nil. Uh, the Casey. Um, how do I see this one being a City three one win? How do you see this going? I don't see City keeping clean sheet against even Hull. Yeah. So yeah. how do you see this going? I walk over for City. I see a lots of goals. I want to see Nolito at least break. Nolito's not going to play. Two figures. Nolito's not going to play. <laughs> And oh. he's, he's far away from that, so yeah. Um, I see a City walkover, 4-0. Alright, so I've gone 3-1, you've gone 4-0. Uh, Stoke uh, home to um, Liverpool. Um, not a terribly hunting, happy hunting ground for Liverpool. This They've had some difficult trips there, namely a 6-1, if I recall, uh, beating uh, Gerrard's final game there. And Sterling getting all sorts of abuse from the fans. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a two-one Stoke win. Yeah, I'm gonna stick my neck out and say Stoke get a win two-one here. I uh, say Liverpool. Little Brazilian magician is gonna do it. Uh, Coutinho's out actually as well. It's a doubtful game. No, they have another small Brazilian who can do uh, it. Roberto too. Firmino. Yes. All right. So believe in the firm man. <laughs> No one, no one ever called him that. No one's ever gonna call him that. Let's let's drop that name right there. Um, so, what score prediction for that? Uh, Liverpool three two. Very exciting game. All right. So you've gone Liverpool three two. I've gone Stoke two one. Um, Middlesbrough um, against Burnley. How do you see that one going? Burnley coming on the back of a win against Stoke, and Borough a loss against Hull, and they've. Struggled for goals, Borough. How do you see this one going? Since but Burnley's away form is terrible as well. So, yeah, at the Riverside. How do you see this one going? I don't see Middlesbrough winning. I see them. They already are defeated team. They already gave up on the season, and right. the main man who was doing something Negredo. He he did score the uh, in, in he's midweek. He's not doing it anymore. And he, he did score. Stuani is just 
not feeling the league anymore. He did. He did back a he did back a goal um, uh, during the week in the greater. So, but yeah, how do how do you see this one going? I uh, see one-one, very horrible game, and Stuani scoring the only goal for Middlesbrough. All right. Um, yeah, I see this being a nil-nil, a dour nil-nil draw. Um, Bournemouth versus Chelsea is the late game. Uh, Spurs versus Watford is the early twelve thirty game. Uh, uh, yeah, Bournemouth versus Chelsea is the five thirty game. Um, Bournemouth coming off the back of an incredible draw at Anfield. Um, their home form has been relatively d- decent. They beat Liverpool there. Um, they got a draw against Arsenal when they arguably should have won. Um, they played relatively well against City. Um, yeah, they're a good side. Yeah, so Bournemouth are, are, are going to be. It's not going to be a walk. It's not going to be very easy for Chelsea. Um, they're gonna. They're gonna have to work hard for it. Um, I'm gonna go a surprise. Two one Chelsea win. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, a two-one, two-one Bournemouth win. The Chelsea winning is not a surprise. Sorry, uh, yeah, a two-one Bournemouth, uh, Bournemouth win. What about you? I see Chelsea dominance continuing, and the gap between them and Spurs. By the time, if they know the so result of Spurs, is going to be nine points. So, what 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 score prediction are you going to go with for Chelsea? Here? I wouldn't want it to be too much of a deficit because it would dishearten Bournemouth. But I want to see we're Chelsea not, not, not show their the, power and actually a 5 0 game for Chelsea. Chelsea to win, wipe out 5 0. Nah, Bournemouth are not that bad, but that's a, that's a ridiculous prediction to be honest. It's football, you see but, yeah, strange yeah, it's things. Not, it's not going to be 5 0, I'll tell you that now. Um, Sunday, 1 30 kickoff at the Riverside Stadium. Uh, not, not Riverside, sorry. <laughs> Fucking Stadium of Light, yes. Uh, bloody Sun- got Sunderland and, and Middlesbrough mistaken. That's that's not a good move. Yeah, ah. uh, at, at the Stadium of Light, uh, Sunday one thirty, Sunderland versus Man United. I'm gonna go, Man United, win here. Two one, Man United win. What about you? I see it very differently. I see Defoe showing what he's worth and yeah, coming I see back. Defoe scoring, yeah, and doing his thing, and not only scoring but keeping. Sunderland out of relegation as best as he can so that he can move next year back to his home at West Ham hey, if they get relegated it's going to be easier for him to move so what's, what score prediction are you going with here Sunderland 1-0 hmm, interesting Sunderland keeping a clean sheet um, a very frustrating game for United uh, at Goodison Park it's um, Everton versus Inform Leicester who've won their last five Craig Shakespeare first and only Englishman to win his first five Premier League games um, at Goodison uh, against Ronald Koeman's Everton coming back of a frustrating 1-1 draw frustrating purely for the fact that they came so close to the three points um, how do you see this one going? oh the, their manager has a fantastic name <laughs> uh, Craig Shakespeare yeah <laughs> their playmaking has been on point <laughs> exactly <laughs> good fun <laughs> it's, it's been no winter of discontent for them Ah, uh, enough of the puns now. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, so how do you see this one going? They've, they're over their winter of con- discontent, I meant to say. But yeah, how do you see this one going? Enough of the puns. Uh, all right, I see this one. Everton Park, Everton versus Leicester. I see a resurgent Lukaku doing the business for Everton. A 3-1. Everton win. I see a 2-2 draw there. Um... Everton are good at home, but Leicester have been in decent form. But Leicester are 
I don't see them winning another game uh, six in a row. I don't see them winning making it six in a row, uh, six straight wins. Uh, so I'm gonna go two two draw there. Monday night game. Monday night football's back and it's at Selhurst Park. Relegation threat and Crystal Palace at home to top four chasing Arsenal. Um, I'm gonna go Crystal Palace two, Arsenal two. I say four two Crystal Palace to make a comeback and end all hopes Arsenal fans ever had of making it to Europe next season. Uh, top four, you mean? Yes. Um, well, so four two Crystal Palace comeback win. Interesting. That's a, that's the left field scoreline. And um, Zaha will do the business. Yeah. Zaha's been pretty good, so we'll see. Benteke's been on form as well, so I, I wouldn't put a uh, Palace win beyond reasonable doubt. Um, but I, I just see a draw there, to be honest. Both teams scoring. I see it being a high-scoring game. I, uh, a 2-2 score, score draw. Um, so that's uh, this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening.